This Friday, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Accompanying him were the twelve and some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward Cusa, Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their resources. The Gospel of the Lord. Do you remember the psalm we mentioned this week? Your statutes are my songs in the house of my pilgrimage. What if we were to ask ourselves, are the statutes and the words of God truly like songs for us? Because you must have realized that the songs in our lives sometimes have the ability to transport us to places, to situations, and to those moments and experiences that we've never forgotten. When something has been important to us in life, we never forget it. And when a song makes a deep impression on us, it's because it reminds us of an event that's somehow related to the song. In other words, songs can stir up experiences that have marked us in life. Well, today, as we listen to the words of God, to Jesus' words, we hope and pray for similar experience. Through his words, Jesus wants to strike a chord in your soul, in your life, in all the things you do every day, in your work, in your emotions, in your family, in the way you live your apostolate, and in what you like and dislike. By stirring our reality through what he says to us, his words should become an unforgettable song in the exile that our lives sometimes are, where we're surrounded by so many things, so much noise and sounds that we can't hear the voice of God. There's someone who listens to the daily gospel readings and audio commentaries who once told me something. This is what he said. I wanted to tell you how the words of Monday's gospel moved me. First, I remembered you telling us that we should return to the gospel. And when I did, wow, you can't imagine the effect it had on me. Suddenly, the words pierced my heart and really broke into me. And I stopped there, pausing to reflect on what I would never have thought of by myself in all that detail. It was like a two-edged sword. God revealed himself to me in his word. And now, I finally understand why he is the word. I understand that he didn't leave us on our own. He stayed with us in the gospel, in the Eucharist. Continuing, the man said to me, Father, Jesus is alive. He's truly present with us. How marvelous. Need we add anything else? In today's glimpse of the gospel, we see a very active Jesus who doesn't stay still, and he goes back and forth, traveling to towns and villages. There's something that comes across very clearly in today's gospel. Actually, it's clear throughout the gospel. When Jesus began to evangelize, when he decided to head out, he took it very seriously and didn't stop. He didn't stay put. Instead, he went to seek people out. He went looking for them and their pain and their needs, and their illness, he reached out to people wherever they were. He didn't just stand behind a desk waiting for people to arrive, waiting until people approached him. 
How much this teaches us all today, doesn't it? This is a lesson for all of us, starting from the Pope, the bishops, and the priests. It's a lesson for you and me, and for all the people of God. Another aspect is that Jesus doesn't go by himself. He could have done everything alone, but he didn't want to. Yes, Jesus, our true God, chose not to walk alone as a hermit, or as we would say today, as a loner. Instead, Jesus was accompanied by the twelve he had chosen, and also by the many women who helped him, many of whom he healed. In other words, Jesus broke all the traditional notions of the time by having women disciples. In those days, it wasn't proper to have women disciples. It was even considered outrageous. We already know that Jesus chose the twelve who would be the first priests. He chose them to celebrate the sacraments later on and to guide future communities. But what about the women? They are the majority. And as Pope Francis said, laymen and women are the vast majority of God's people. Women who are listening to this audio, you have a great role in the church. You were close to Jesus. You are close to Jesus. And today, you have an important role in the church, just as you did in Jesus' life. Your role is indispensable in the church because you bring different things to the family, to the church, and to society which we, priests, men, cannot give. I imagine Jesus' women friends offering countless gestures and details, in addition to the resources they gave which are mentioned in today's gospel, even if those details are not explicitly mentioned. The Pope also said that there is in fact a woman, Mary, who is more important than the apostles, that is, than the bishops themselves. So let's consider this, not with a view to causing opposition or division, but quite to the contrary, to bring harmony and to enhance unity among so many members of the church. And so in this reading of the gospel, we can contemplate the beginning of what the church would grow to become and what the church is and should be, a great family made up of men and women who all have different roles, but who are all equal in dignity and who all follow Jesus. And since we follow Jesus, we cannot keep still. If we stay put, just waiting for people to approach us, we're going to get tired of seeing one another and we'll get bored. If your parish, your prayer group, your apostolate movement remains exclusive, locked up behind doors and doesn't open up to others, and if the members of each group don't go out looking for the people whose lives are shattered, then what kind of church are we talking about? Self-centeredness is going to make us sick. We must go out and be active. There can't be a Christian community that stays put and that doesn't reach out to others. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.